before we get into today's episode, Switch It Up Podcast, you guys already know the drill. Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know what you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and get connected with people that automatically fit your audience. That is podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. On today's episode, we have updated sales, the first financial quarter for nintendo is over so we have sales on games and the console itself we have news on mario 3d world plus bowser's fury animal crossing update and what is the best what are the best games to get you into gaming what are the best gateway games leave a rating and subscribe if you guys enjoy an apple podcast and whatever you may be listening to spread the word with your friends hit us up on social media follow us down there too and more importantly enjoy the episode Welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up Podcast, Season 2, Episode 25. My name is Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby. How are you doing today on this fine, wintry uh, afternoon? Wintry is an understatement. It is literally not stop snowing for 28 hours here. <laughs> but I'm doing I'm doing well. Uh, second week of classes up and underway. Uh I was on a real um, Disney animated film kick this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Between my just, I watched some movies by myself, some with my girlfriend. Uh, Big Hero Six, got tangled in Frozen Two, Wreck It, both Wreck It Ralph. So I was really on the, I was really on the binge along with WandaVision. But right, right. Other than that, I'm I'm back in the Breath of the Wild waters, of course. You know, I just course, need I need to pa- I need to pass time and why not play my favorite game ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's going pretty pretty dandy over here. How about you, buddy? Things are going good over here as well. Just got back, got past a huge week of work. Uh, this week is a lot more manageable. I think the work's a bit more spread out instead of concentrated on one day, which is nice. Uh, funny you mentioned movie binges because uh, my, m- me and my girlfriend have also been watching uh, WandaVision as the episodes come out. Uh, her with her dad, actually, they both are, are have been hooked, and now they are now they want to watch all the Marvel movies in order. Oh my so, god! Well, they'll have time. Yeah, yesterday they went back to the beginning. I told them watch Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America one, uh, which they did. So now they're going. Their next movie is Avengers. So I believe I've hooked my girlfriend on Marvel, which is there you, you know, know. Lo- you love to see it. Yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> as far as video games go, um, been still on the shiny ho grind. Have not found a single shiny, not even a regular Pokemon shiny since I started again. But you know, it's all right. I just in between classes, I'll like get one or two raids in because they're pretty quick to set up. Yeah. So it's a nice little filler there uh, if I don't have any work to do. And I've also started playing Fallout Four again. 
Okay. Uh, on the Xbox, uh, I've been going back through some old Fallout 4 videos from a bunch of YouTubers that I used to watch, and uh, they got me in the mood to play again. So after transferring the game from my Xbox One to the Series X and having to re-download all the DLC and the game itself to get it to work, uh, I finally got it working again. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing right now, and I'm, I'm having a blast. So. What do you think of WandaVision? This past episode was my favorite, I think. Episode yeah, four. well, I have a feeling that this episode was a lot of people's favorite so far because yeah. it kind of took a break from the main uh, gimmick of yeah. WandaVision uh, to m- get us a bit more of a big picture kind of episode, like what's going on in the re- in the wider Marvel universe, what other characters are involved in the outside world. Like they give us a bit more a bit more answers and at least give us a better picture of what's going on in the world. You know, more classic Marvel or more yeah. modern Marvel movie sort of production. Uh, but I, I can't say it's my favorite. I think I think the episode two uh, okay. was definitely the talent, my, show. <laughs> the talent show. Yeah, I, I definitely like that one. It was definitely my favorite. It just gave it me so many uh, so many questions. It was so so intriguing. That's what I love about this about WandaVision. It's just there's so much room to speculate and there's so many mysteries that they just slowly reveal over time and it's great yeah it's wild you know i've seen some some criticisms about it like oh the pacing uh isn't very good or you know i'm not interested in it but you know i'm, I'm willing to let it be a slow burn show like i want it to yeah, mandalorian is the same thing people love that show so the pacing argument kind of goes out the window there yeah but i mean mandalorian is like action action every episode like you know that's that's also the thing that most Marvel fans, I feel, at least these days, are accustomed to, and like, yeah, you know, big action set pieces and yeah, you know, a lot no, more. This is this, is, this more feels energetic. this is more of a set to the second Doctor Strange movie, I think. Oh, that's right, because Wanda and Doctor Strange are in that movie together. I didn't even yeah. think about that. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, like Wanda's oh. doing some 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 bad guy stuff. Not that's really right. bad guy stuff, but just doing some. Creating your own realities and stuff cannot go along with the flow of time. So yeah, that, oh, that's inter- I dude, I didn't even realize that. That's so cool. That that opens up so much more. But yeah, I, I really like this show. It's a really, I think it's a refreshing I pace. I, I I agree with you. I really like the show too. But they did they did something really unique here, and I I hope that they continue. I mean, obviously, I think most of I think the show is all recorded anyway. Yeah. So you know what's done is already done. But damn, yeah. I'm just really excited to see how they continue to flesh this out, how far into TV history will we go before we make that full jump to, mm-hmm. okay, now we're in mar- modern Marvel movie times. Uh, I, and I really, really want to know what's going on with Vision and w- what, how is he there, what is yeah. he, all that. But yeah, WandaVision, definitely a good show. Uh, if you guys are Marvel fans and you haven't watched it yet, you should definitely go watch it because it's great. But now on to video games. Now on to the topic of this podcast. Video yeah, games. so we're going to get things started with news about the game, uh, the month's biggest release as far as Nintendo goes, and that is still Bowser's Fury along with Super Mario 3D World, the port from the Wii U. We got some new information on it. Just some quick little um, tidbits here we can go over. So I'm not, yeah, I, I wrote this down a long time ago, so I'm like, oh, I, I'm afraid I talked about it on last episode but no it was wrote this like literally the day after the episode came out so it's a six hour story which was the first thing i saw yeah 
I'm okay with the six-hour story for yeah. an ex- for an expansion that for like what a four-year-old game like that seems a little short. Well, you know, I I actually got into a bit of a you know I I, I got some replies from the people like I that's what I said I retweeted the tweet and I said you know I know it's just an expansion but am I wrong to think that uh, six hours sounds pretty? Sh- it wasn't really like if you told me six-hour story like to complete the story. Oh, geez, it's more that's than- great. But th- but it said in the tweet six hours to one hundred percent it, not just complete the main story, but to complete everything, the entire thing in six hours. Yeah, three D World's actually a <laughs> seven year old game, so my math is a little off. Yeah, but you know that was the thing that kind of got me. I mean, to be fair, a lot of great video campaign campaign video game campaigns can be short and still very good. You know, like they don't. You know, quality and quantity of minutes played isn't always a direct correlation. But I don't know. That's just something that I that I thought was interesting. That it's six hours to one hundred percent, it not just completed, or at least allegedly that's what it is. But yeah, you know, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure it's still going to be great, obviously. But you know, we'll see exactly. You know how much, uh, how long we'll actually be adding to our gameplay hours with Bowser's Fury. But yeah, anyway. There is 100 cat shrines, and something neat. Only, some of the shrines only appear when Bowser's in Fury mode, so it's not just about going to fight him as mm-hmm. Giga Cat Mario. You have to find some of the shrines while he is in Fury mode, which leads me to believe that Fury mode's going to last for a little bit here if you if you have to go find shrines while he's activated. So yeah. it won't just be a quick thing. Like That's just going to be so hectic, because I assume like the music is going to be all entered, like energetic and horrifying and blaring in your ears but we did see in the trailer that he that fury bowser does do things to the environment like he drops these like red spikes from the sky that can act as platforms to get up to previously unreachable areas it seems his fire breath can destroy certain blocks so maybe you have to lure him to certain locations to get the cat shines so definitely interesting mechanic i'm not sure how i'm going to handle doing that under all that pressure (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know either. Uh, you know, we'll we'll have to see uh, how how that works. But I'm really excited to see. Uh, what was it? How many cat shines do you need to activate? I, I, that's what I'm looking for right now. I think it's five. Oh yeah, because there, there's a hundred. I thought like Giga Pat Bauer was like, or sorry, Giga Cat Mario was like, oh, this is like a supersonic thing where it's ju- you just do it once for the final battle after you have everything. But no, you have to go into that form. Several times, yeah, over the course of your playthroughs. So, yet another interesting mechanic that I definitely didn't think was going to happen that way. But there's yeah. going to be there's going to be a power up inventory, so you're going to be able to store some of your power ups. Not too uncommon for Mario games. Yeah, usually there's like a spare power up. Like in the DS games, you can store the next power up you have. Like if I have a fire flower and I run into like another fire flower then yeah. that'll be into you'll you'll you can put that in the yeah, extra should, slot just get to bag it yeah and then even in the i think in like mario bros wii you have like a power-up inventory that you can kind of pull from and to start with a power-up before you go into a level uh so you know this definitely be interesting i mean an open it's sort of an open sandbox mm-hmm. mario game with power-ups because we don't we haven't really had that in a while no, we have because yeah, Odyssey didn't really didn't have power ups in the traditional sense. It no, had the captures. Y- yeah, you 
they they essentially substituted power ups for you just become what you're trying yeah, to defeat. What's in the environment? Yeah. But now, I just wonder how many you're you're going to be able to store. Is my is my thing? I, yeah, that's a good point. I'm not sh- I'm not sure exactly because the only the only power five or something like that the only power up we've really seen is cat mario but i am aware there are like there's fire mario yeah there's tanuki mario fire mario Mario. they're all there it's just yeah the majority of the time will be spent in cat form from what it has been shown yeah i mean it's it's obvious the entire game was built around the cat power up so yeah it was i i even i i wonder why they even added the other power ups in the game i guess we'll find Uh, out oh something else that we haven't actually seen in the trailer uh, I don't think we've have we seen any other power ups besides the cat power up in the trailer. I think we've seen a little bit. I think we've seen little clippets of other power ups. If I'm because not mistaken, what I think would be cool in, in like an open world setting is how you use the double cherry, like the clone power up. That'd be pretty neat. Because that's, that's in the base game. Yeah, that's in base game. But I wonder how it will be utilized if it's utilized at all in this more open space mm-hmm. that you can just run around in. So we'll have to see uh, how that works. I wonder how if you can like stockpile like a bunch of double cherries and just have a whole army uh, <laughs> that'd be a legion of mario's that'd a legion cool. of mario's uh, going after bowser but yeah definitely another thing i think i'm going to look forward to a couple more things here closing up this is insane this is we kind of already knew this but it's the biggest open area in any mario game which we already knew yeah so still just nice to confirm it and then bowser jr is actually optional so you can turn him off he's an, essentially in a he's essentially an assist tool from yeah what is being relayed here so you can turn him off if you want to i'm not sure if i will just because i think he's going to enhance the experience i mean he's on the he's on the th- um, cover art so i mean yeah you can't get rid of him completely <laughs> of course i'm definitely uh excited for that i wonder i don't know i, I want to choose if i can play with like my brother and see if we can co-op it and uh, yeah, just see see the capabilities of Bowser. Like, what are his, what can he do to help? Because we don't really we've seen him like stomp on enemies and mm-hmm. you know use paintbrushes on on walls to get power ups. Uh, but I don't know uh, what else he'll be able to do. So I'm excited to see how that works. And that's all I got for um, Bowser's Fury up- updated news. I'm assuming that'll be it until the game releases here. When's that coming out again? 11 days, so February 12th, I think. 12th, okay. I was thinking like 14th or something, but not 12th. Yeah, yeah, so it comes out the 12th. So soon, we have a new Nintendo game to talk about soon, which is always exciting. Exactly. I actually, I went into my Switch the other day, and I was looking at my uh, my storage space, and I realized I'm out of storage. So I ordered a, um, a bigger S- micro SD card. Uh, that has four times the storage of what I previously had. So I didn't mess. I didn't mess around. I got the sixty-four gig. It was like sixty dollars. I just bought it. I'm like, I'm never have to buy this again. Your sixty-four gigs was how much? Like sixty bucks, I think. I don't know. I'll have to check for sure. But okay, I just bought a two hundred fifty-six gig for thirty-four dollars. All right. Yeah, I definitely have to check then. It might have been like thirty. It, it might have been um lower than that but I, I, I was about to I say do, i have a 64 gig right now <laughs> i do i do remember shelling out for it so all right well right when i first got my switch so maybe colby may have colby may have gotten scammed so I, or yeah or it is 256 who knows but that's yeah. all i have for bowser bowser's fury um and like i said that will probably be it until the game releases the game releases exactly i can't imagine though they really have much else to show we did see a lot we did see like the opening cinematic of 
of Bowser Trier, I think, has been leaked online somewhere. Oh, boy. Uh, where Mario finds the uh, the little M that uh, Bowser Jr. painted all over Sunshine Yeah. Uh, in that game, and it kind of opens a portal to this uh, cat kingdom that he falls into. So so Sunshine and Bowser Trier are in the same timeline is what I'm getting at here. Well, I think... Oh, don't even... Let's not we're even... We're going to assemble Mario the Mario timeline. timeline, baby. That is... Like, you think Zelda and... And Pokemon are complicated. Don't even get me started on Mario timeline <laughs> theories. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Definitely not. But yeah, Bowser's Fury cannot cannot wait. That is right now the most anticipated game. Well, Monster Hunter maybe did out a little bit. but For you personally. For me personally. But yeah, still can't wait to see, to see it come to fruition. Up next... Animal Crossing is getting an update. Uh, Festivale is... I think the update's in right now. Uh, I don't know much about it. You get to go talk to this giant peacock, and you collect his feathers, and he gives you things. That's basically the gist of it. That that really is about it. Uh, you still. get... The uh, the Able Sister Shop will have um, chocolate hearts and hard bouquets. Uh, the Valentine's Day stuff, I think, is coming later down the line. Uh, so, yeah. obviously soon. But there's stuff in the game right now that you can... You can get to set your island up for Valentine's Day at Animal Crossing New Horizons. There's not much more we can say on it. Um, well, we're going to yeah, say yeah. stuff about it here in a bit, but right. it, it's a powerhouse, and it's going to keep getting these updates, and it's going to keep cranking out content for, God, who even knows how long. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, it's the best-selling Switch game now, right? It, no, it's still number two, but the gap is closing. It's closing fast. It's the top two. It's top two, and it's, it's closing quick. I mean, Animal Crossing New Leaf came out with updates for years. Uh, it even, like, when Amiibo came out, like, a whole new... It was, like, a whole new version of the game came out. Not not came out, but, like, you know, you got a free update, and a lot yeah. of new stuff came to it. But, I mean, with this game being seemingly even bigger in both reception and, you know, just actual scale of the game... Yeah. Who knows how long... Animal Crossing New Horizons is going to last for until you know it finally uh, burns out in 2027 when Metroid Prime 4 comes out I was about to say in 2087 when Metroid Prime 3 finally hits store shelves (laughs) I guess we'll just get right into it from there then so they updated the I guess the, the for the first quarter of the new year for business is over for Nintendo, and they updated us on some game numbers, so we're just going to crank through these. Nintendo Switch. 79.87 million people own a Switch, which is the fifth best console all time for Nintendo. Yeah. I think the Game Boy Advance, the Wii, the DS, and I think just the original Game Game Boy are above it. Yeah. Uh, Probably can get as high as three. I don't see it beating out the DS... Or, or the Wii. Yeah, or the Wii. It's it's going to be a tough task, but... It's tough to think that, but... I don't no, know. There's, like, no pro, there's no pro version yet, like... There isn't. It? I don't know. I, I mean, was there a pro version of the Wii? They, 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 re, they released them with, like, themes and stuff. Oh, that's right. They would re-release them with themes. I mean, they still do that with the Switch. New Switch, like, bundles come out all the time. Like, the, a, a new Monster Hunter one's coming out... Like, really soon. Yeah, that looks amazing. It Oh my god, dude, it looks so cool. I, uh, 
it pains me to see right. that and not be able to buy it. All right, here we go. So DS is top with 154 million. Game mm-hmm. Boy Family 118 million. Wii 101 million. Game Boy Advanced 81 million. Switch 79 million. I mean, and, just, and when I say Game Boy Family, it means all the Game Boys. So like all of yeah. the all the DSs, yeah. the 3DSs, the 2DSs, all of them. So the Switch, Switch Lite, and and that's it. So the that's 79 it. million for those. It it's just over halfway to DS. So I don't know if that's a feasible. I don't know, man. Like this is all time, right? All time. It's fifty one percent of the way to DS. So. Switch came out three years ago, and it's in it, it's up here. We're coming up on four next month. Yeah, four years of Switch. Like it's it really does not seem like it's slowing down at all. Like it feels no. like the curve is still has still yet to plateau. So I feel like you just keep rising. To be honest. Yeah, that's it's definitely in the realm of possibility. I can, it's definitely gonna get a hundred. I think a hundred. I think is a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that, it's gonna be, it's a, gonna beat out yeah, the Wii. It's gonna yeah. be out the Wii once, especially once an enhanced version comes out. But one hundred eighteen. One hundred eighteen is high. It can get there. One hundred fifty-four just seems unrealistic because there's so many DS. Again, there were so many DSs. Yeah, I'm not sure if it'll. Be, I'm not sure if it'll beat out the DS, but. I mean, it'll be it'll be more impressive than the DS. Seeing how quickly, in retrospect, like it got up there yeah that's pretty nuts that is so pretty nuts. i mean nintendo has still said i think even recently they said like we have no plans to release a a, a pro version or an enhanced version well they don't plan on announcing it that's yeah they, that's true they don't plan on announcing it and obviously why would they tell yeah, us exactly why would they there's so. no there's no reason to the original switch is selling like hotcakes it's Insane. Yeah, so you know, no reason to stop consumers from buying the regular Switch just because they think a a pro version is coming out. All right, now we're getting to the top five games for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe remains king at 33.4 million people have bought that game. Yeah. Animal Crossing New Horizons 31.2. So close, dude. It's close. It's then we, so close. And we take a drop here. And I'm going to ask you something. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 22.85 million. That's third. Mm-hmm. Do you think that game is underachieved? No. <laughs> I saw this on Twitter. No. People think this game's underachieving. Are you fucking kidding me? No way. <laughs> oh, my God. People are saying it's underachieving because the amount of crossover it has in it, 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 should, it should sell better. Underachieving? Are you fucking mad? No, people are saying this, Tyler. People are online saying this as we are doing the show. It's the third best-selling Switch game. It's the best fighting game ever, like best-selling. It was nominated best fighting game. The the only reason some people tuned into the Game Awards was to see the Smash character reveal. They got like, their they got their money's worth. Like I think they got this their money's worth, and they're still making bank on the DLC. And there's still three characters to go, and, and there might be a pass after that. Go, Who knows? And there's nothing stopping them aside from Sakurai literally walking away from the project of them doing a third one and continuing to make money. Because that that those sale numbers don't include or yeah, never mind. No, they don't. That, include, they just, don't include. Oh, they include Sephiroth. They include yeah, that. so that. But still, like. The amount of influence that Smash has over the 
gaming just landscape right yeah. now is nuts. Yeah, I couldn't believe that when I saw that people. Like, think- if you look at twenty two million, it's twenty two million, right? Twenty two point eight five, so right on twenty three. If you look at twenty three million copies and scoff, you're crazy. <laughs> like pathetic. Now again, the only re- the only two games that are beating it out are. One Mario Kart Eight, which just has the supernatural supernatural ability to remain on top no matter what happens. It, it's the best selling game for any DS product is Mario Kart. Yeah, like Mario Kart is like the casual yeah Mario experience, and then Animal Crossing, the cultural phenomenon. Yeah, the cultural boom that has literally thrived in the pandemic world. Yeah, it is interesting how there's, I mean, with Smash, I don't know, I've I feel like it's not as approachable as people may think. To be honest, I agree. There, there's. I feel like over the years, it's become less of a casual game, and like people more see it as a competitive experience. Yeah, that that, that, a lot of people. Definitely, yeah, it definitely hurts a lot of people. But that's not the case at all. Still, again, it's 23 million copies. That's crazy. Yeah, with three characters to go, and with so much more content left in store for that. I mean, it's already the best spelling, best smelling, best spell uh, selling smash game right it easily it's the best-selling fighting game ever yeah just fighting so in general i i do not see the underperformed argument holding any water at all it's just it's disgusting that people thought that this game was under, under like regardless of, a, of if you like the game or not it did not underperform no not in this not in the slightest i agree with anyway you anyway moving on from that ridiculous <laughs> argument Breath of the Wild, 21.45 million. Definitely got a little bit of bump because of Age of Calamity, I think. Last oh, time, yeah. I think it was in the 19s, so it got a couple more buyers, probably because of Age of Calamity. So I think so. Yeah. yeah, game of the year, best game I've ever played. Not much more we can say on Breath of the Wild until, the se- until we get more news on the sequel. And then just beating out Odyssey by 200,000 copies is Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's pretty interesting. It's you know, the all best. The, all it's the, the best selling. It's the second best Pokemon game. Second best selling Pokemon game. It's actually I think it's the third, but it's the first game since Gold and Silver to hit twenty million sold. Of all the, gr- I mean, it's interesting to see. You know, all the grief that everyone gave this game and that we gave this game and the and the fighting in the community. It did not hamper the sales numbers at all, and people it, were right. Way back when, before the game even released. It would be one of the best-selling games on the Switch. It is, and it fulfilled the prophecy, regardless of what anyone thinks about it. Yeah, let's go. Eevee po- is seven. Like, let's yeah. go, Pokemon. Eevee. It's Peter. It's Pokemon. Seven. It's Pokemon. So it sells. Yeah, the brand recognition over quality is kind of the argument that people are making, and yeah, this is just proof of that. Like, it's I a, mean, it's while a I am scared, game. while I am scared that it's going to go down that path, you know, I. What's stopping them? I know, like, what's stopping them? Like, it, we're we're gonna buy every Pokemon game that comes out. Yeah, we'll voice our we'll voice our complaints with it, but I mean, we're gonna buy it because we're Pokemon fans. Yeah, I I gotta do some math, so just to just to let people know this argument that we're I think goes out the window. I think I don't know. It's hard looking back on it now. Like, do you still think Pokemon Sword and Shield is a bad game? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's a good game. Uh, the, the Crown Tundra helps it because well, if looking at looking at it just by itself, just by itself, trying no, to ignore like no. comparison to other Pokemon games, because uh, I think other Pokemon games far surpass it. 
But as a game, standalone game, I think it's a decent game. I'd still buy it. If like, it was, like, if this is the first entry of the Pokemon series, I think... I think I'd buy it, yeah. Now, to be fair, I think... I would be DLC, proud of it, but I think I'd buy it. Yeah, to be fair, I think the DLC helped it a lot. Yeah. Because if there wasn't any DLC, I don't think I'd be really coming back to it. Yeah, no, the, the legendary raids are literally the only thing keeping me even, like, remotely interested in the game. Yeah, because there's, you know... I don't know. I, I kind of go back and forth with myself these days. Like, do, you know, do I still think the same thing I thought about this game, you know, a year ago? Uh, and while I do think that it's kind of a dangerous path that Game Freak's going down, you know, I, I can give, I can give the game some merits on its, that it stands on its own legs, but, you know, it's, I mean, obviously, Game Freak's going to see this as a success. success. Yeah. So, whether, whether Pokemon continues to go down this path that we think it's going to go down, or if it somehow you know rebounds not that it needs to rebound the faith of its no. fans to make money but you know we'll, we'll see but yeah when i saw i saw those numbers too and i was like wow this is no, a game absolutely no one cares had, about the quality <laughs> this is the game that had almost zero pu- good publicity about it when you know it was the information was starting to come out about it about the nat dex thing and everything and it still did this yeah, no, people who reviewed it, like, I watch reviews, everyone but IGN, like, doesn't really think this is a good game, but... Yeah. I mean, who cares if you sell, if you sell, like, millions of dollars worth of copies, and who who cares? Like, that's not gonna stop them from... Like, if the quality's bad in, in let's say, just hypothetically, like, Gen 4 remakes, no mm. one's gonna care, they're not gonna care, because people are gonna buy Gen 4 remakes. It's, it's, right now, that's the most anticipated Pokemon game, I would say, is the Gen 4 yeah, remakes. Yeah, for sure. Even I more mean, than I would, a new Pokemon Snap. I would argue that I'm a bit more excited for Pokemon Snap than the literal, non-existent uh, Gen 4 remakes. <laughs> Alright, we'll give, we'll give or take. I, I, I'm, I not gonna, I'm not gonna argue either. I mean, you have sequel to a 20-year-old game and yeah, yeah. remakes to a gen that a lot of people enjoy, and mm. It's just not it, it, if if literally they take the same exact engine and they put those same trees in the <laughs> Gen Four remake, the Ocarina of Time trees. Yeah, they're gonna put the they're gonna put the they're gonna put the Zelda two trees in Pokemon. It's gonna Gen be 4 pixels. They're gonna be it's, flat. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be an eight bit Pokemon game on the Switch. Honestly, and, and no one's gonna care. Honestly, if they went back, okay, eight, maybe not eight bit, but anyway, no, no one's gonna care. Like that's the point that. Everyone's saying, "Oh, boycott Game Freak, boycott Pokemon." You obviously, did the opposite. <laughs> obviously, it didn't work, and I, I don't know. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be on. It, we just have to wait and see what Game Freak does next. Because, yeah, looking back on like the main, the main story of the game and like the main gameplay, it really wasn't that. The story stinks. It was pretty bland. I mean, the story was okay but it has, it good, it has good it's, it's lifted by its characters it I has think. some good moments and characters but like the laziness does show through when you look past that and just it was kind of boring you know oh, like yeah. it was mindless. the most it was exciting mindless. it was mindless the most exciting thing that i'm doing right now is doing these raids i gotta and get back to the shiny raid I'm, I'm getting greedy you're getting greedy you want to go again 
You I stole all the luck in our area. I haven't I, found a single shiny because I, you got your I, damn Garatina. I caught the shiny Garatina in our 3,000 population down, and Game Freak's like, no more shinies for that area. <laughs> all right, but anyway, enough Pokemon depressing yeah. talk. Some other some other noticeable uh, notes here. So, Breath of the Wild is the first Zelda game to hit to cross the 20 million sold threshold. So Makes sense. Yeah, make, makes sense there. Mario Kart 8 best-selling Mario Kart game. No shock there. Makes already, sense. already went over. Nintendo doesn't plan on announcing a Pro Plus enhanced model anytime mm-hmm. soon. 3D All-Stars, 8.32 million. If you want to get your hands on 3D All-Stars, it is leaving stores in two months. So you got you got to hurry up there. I We've talked about this before. We don't need to go over it again. Let's just continue with the stats. Okay, so it's 8.32 million now. Does it get to 10? No. Does it get to nine? Yes. Okay, so I, I think it's at um, number. I have the list right here. That puts it at... It's at 13 right now. If it hits nine, it'll go up to 12. It'll pass your favorite game, Ring for the Adventure. Luigi's, <laughs> Man- Luigi's Mansion 3 is at 9.13, so that's that takes number 11. So that's pretty... Yeah, uh, shoot. There was a story about that, too, where Next Level Games, I think they're called? Yep. Nintendo acquired them as a first-party developer, right? They did. They did. So... That's very exciting. Uh, Nintendo also, uh, recent, I guess recently, uh, while we're on the subject of that, yep. got the rights to for Astral Chain to become a first-party IP. Yeah, they're so, doing... Those, yeah. Both those games did pretty better than That's expected, for sure. I was saying, Nintendo definitely has, now officially has full ownership of Astral Chain, so... Mm-hmm. Platinum games. I was about to say, Platinum games, uh, I guess, used to have some... Uh, ownership of it but now it's completely nintendo uh i'm excited to see what they do with that because i think that's a game i'm going to revisit soon once i get my uh my enhanced storage capabilities because i think i i think i clouded i think i put it in the the cloud to uh make space for other games at one point but uh yeah uh those are two uh, other things that nintendo has kind of absorbed into the into their massive company uh but yeah Anyway, sorry, continue with your stats. Pikmin 3 Deluxe becomes the best-selling Pikmin game in its entry at 1.94 million. So, Mm -hmm. a little bit of a surprise there. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit sold 1.08 million copies. That is the same as the Black Order, the Marvel game, and Astral Chain. As of now, Astral Chain has been updated since almost a calendar year. Yeah, do you... They probably made their money back on that, right? On the... Uh, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would imagine. I would imagine the majority of that's holiday sales. Yeah, I, I would imagine they. Uh, I imagine they made that at a profit. I mean, I don't know how expensive that specific sort of system of parts is a, is uh, to manufacture, but you know, one million sales. I feel like nothing to know, scoff people, at there. Nothing to scoff at, but people are a bit desensitized to the scale of a million now that we have. Oh yeah. Mario Kart and Animal games, Yeah, Crossing. games in the 30s. In the 30 millions, tens of millions, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? They did not update Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I don't know why they won't do it, but the the most we know is that it's at 3 million copies sold. Now, obviously, if it didn't get much traction, no need to update it, but they won't update that game. I think it's a top five game on the Switch, but absolutely, you know, yeah, we've, we've pumped that game more than anyone used to know 3.5 million for age of calamity we've already been over that and trying to think 
Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition did not get an update. Yeah, there's one more. Oh, there's there's rumors of a sequel to Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. That is the other. News I did I see that as well. Yeah, there's rumors for that. And then I just have up next to it an article that says, um, Furukawa said that the company isn't planning on making any announcements. When he, when he told when he told it, that's what he told his stonk buddies. I mean, stonk buddies. I mean, for goodness sake, we shouldn't expect them to make any announcements. Like why? No. Why would they? They need us. They need us to be surprised, of course. But and we are in February, so it is officially anniversary month for both Pokemon and Zelda. And Zelda, so Pokemon the twenty seventh, Zelda the twenty first, and then ten year of Skyward Sword is November eighteenth. So that's worth noting because Twilight Princess and Wind Waker both got HD remakes for their ten years. So so some very. Uh... Interesting times ahead. Yeah. There could be a lot that could be. This is a pretty like crazy, sort of uh, combination of of events in this month. Well, the Switch is Switch released their 2021 schedule, and it's literally three games that are TBA: Bayonetta, Metroid, which is not coming out at all anytime soon, and Breath of the Wild 2. And yeah. it has, um, I think, Bravely Default 2 is on there. Mario and Bowser's Fury is on there, and, like, one more game. It's literally, like, anything could happen. Yeah. Is that one more game, Monster Hunter? Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise, yep. Yeah, because that's in March. But then, like, after March... We, no yeah, one we knows. Nothing. We're losing games in March. We're losing Shadow Dragon, The Blade of Light, Mario 35, and All-Stars. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're subtracting from the Switch's library. Yeah, we're library. subtracting. Why would you do that? That but. makes no sense. You know, we got our physical editions of the of the 3D All Stars, which is good. <laughs> someone said Nintendo. Someone said they're not safe either. Nintendo's gonna break down your door and take <laughs> it from you. Gonna have a full like Rainbow Six SWAT team bust down my windows. And... Like the episode in SpongeBob where Mr. Krabs turns on the TV and the guy who was watching the TV gets gets sucked out of his head and back <laughs> to the TV. Yeah. All your memories of Mario are now property of. Nintendo. Mm-hmm. The only the only memory you have is of Mario Kart 8. They're gonna take Odyssey too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after March, nothing. Anything. It's a anything. it's it's a complete. Uh, guess. Wait, we have Snap, right? Pokemon Snap. Yeah, Snap's in out. April. April. So yeah, Damn, April. sixty bucks every month for. Damn it. So yeah, <laughs> damn it. That's not funny. Oh why? <laughs> Yeah, sixty bucks this month, sixty bucks ne- next month, sixty bucks the month after that, and then whatever gets announced. I mean, hey, it's better than having to choose between some games. Like, That's true. You know, we had that month where there was like Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing in the same oh, month. Brutal for some people. But for some people, yes. But huh, I'm excited. I'm really I excited. We, I'm in anticipation. We got a little while before any of that's probably going to get revealed. We have to get something this month as far as an announcement video goes. Oh, yeah, no, we have to. I think we're going to get a couple announcement videos, you know, because we have Zelda and Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I, I would think Zelda and Pokemon, respectively, would get their each individual videos. Yeah, they're going to get individual videos. I, I was going like, to say direct, but I stopped myself because there's no way that's happening. Oh, yeah, be, be careful to say those cursed words. Yeah, no, I had to stop myself from saying direct because uh, those are dead. So, uh, yeah, those are uh, dead in the water. But... Those are deceased. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like... 
I don't know. I feel like the time of directs is just done. I feel like it, Nintendo gave them a shot. They're way too expensive to make. And now with the current situation, it's just so impractical to make those huge videos documenting literally everything that, I mean, I think we still have the content of the directs. It's just given to us in smaller bites, you know? Yeah, I'd say direct, the directs for the time we had them were a success, I would say. Like, yeah, they, like they got, you know, when, they got people interested. Yeah, when, they got, when, they, when they were announced, people were talking about them for a while and the content in them was genuinely good. But, now we just get these. Uh, it's kind of started with Paper Mario, the Origami King. We just get shadow dropped like these random news yeah. videos. I mean, I feel like now that you just get these more individualized directs, like for Pokemon Twenty Five, you're probably we're probably gonna get an individual video. A lot like the Zelda. Mario Thirty Five. Yeah, and for Zelda Twenty Thirty Five, you've the back, you've that backwards Zelda Thirty Five Mario Pokemon Twenty Five. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, but yeah, the those series probably get their own individual like content videos as they should. Uh, you know, we have the indie game ones where they are like concentrated on that category. We have the partner showcases that are concentrated on that category. We might get a partner showcase here soon. Someone was saying on Twitter, might be yeah. stealth. I, I'm pretty sure it was stealth. He was talking about that, but yeah, we we talked about that in a previous episode about how the system that Nintendo has right now is a bit more efficient, uh, and it retains attention a bit more. I think so. I I agree. But yeah, uh. I don't know if we'll. I'm not sure if we'll get any announcements until like the day of these yeah. these anniversaries. They're a week apart, almost exactly the 21st and the 27th. So yeah, I mean the the only Pokemon thing that I could see like kind of shaking things up officially is I mean Masters because I assume Masters is going to do something for the Pokemon anniversary and Half, also its yeah. own one and a half year anniversary, which it's already said it's going to do. So that's one thing that I'm probably going to be looking at. But as far as like anything else that Pokemon's going to say, I don't think we're going to get anything until the day until of. the day of. And as far as Zelda, I mean, shit, we're used to not getting anything right these days. So yeah, you know, we, what's what's a few more weeks, right? Yeah, exactly. They announce a game, then they go dark. They announce a game, then they go dark. It just seems to be a recurring theme here. Look, if we don't if we don't get anything on Breath of the Wild two this month. If we get nothing, zero mention of its existence, I'm going to assume that this is a Mandela effect and that it never existed in the first place. I'm gonna. I think I asked you this already, but would you sacrifice any like 3D collection for Breath of the Wild two to come out this year? Yes. Like sacrificial lamb. Like here's Ocarina of Time, Twilight, and Wind Waker all in one game. Or you could have the sequel to Breath of the Wild two. You're like burning. They have a Twitter poll. Like this is the one that's going to. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine Nintendo dropped a Twitter poll? What would you rather have this year? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, listen. The execs and I, we're at a, we're at an impasse. We need your we need your vote on this. Breath Anuma. of the Wild 2 this year, or Triple Collection? Anuma and the board are clashing heads, and we need to find out what you guys want this year. I think most people would actually do Breath of the Wild 2, to be honest. I, That's a good question. Because it's a new game. Like, I don't think people would sacrifice a yeah, new no, game. Yeah, no, like, comes... Like, in hindsight, Mario 3D All-Star isn't really anything that special. It's just... It, I get, I get having all the all the games on that system is cool, but it's literally just three ports of old Mario games. Yeah. Like, I've never played any of the Zelda games I just mentioned. Like Breath of the Wild is my first ever like true Zelda game, so I would absolutely buy that collection and play all those games. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd rather you'd rather have a new game, right? Especially yeah, a se- especially a sequel to the game of the a sequel year. to one of the best games of all time. Yes. Yeah, one of them ever. So. Hopefully it's a little less divisive than Last of Us Part 2. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> tear Twitter apart. It would tear Nintendo apart. But yeah, I don't honestly I think if we get nothing on this game, like it's not coming out for another five years. It's 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 almost what? So we're March third <laughs> March third is four years since Breath of the Wild. Like it has it we have to get some information on it, right? Do you think we'll get a do you think we'll get um like a video on the day of the four year anniversary of Breath of the Wild, like that's when it will come out, or do you think it'll come out within the month of the anniversary? Because what if they announce like 3D collection for the anniversary and then like sequel on like its four year release date? Because oh, that's, yeah. that's the anniversary of the Switch, too. You said March when was it? Third. So Third, two weeks, so not, two weeks after. Two weeks after. It could. I feel like. I mean, I don't know. Would it be more efficient to just drop it all add it in with the anniversary stuff? It, it would. Or I mean, at least like, say like, "Oh, we have a special announcement coming out on March fourth at the end of the at the end of the anniversary video." Oh yeah, then everyone would know what it is. Then everyone would know what it is. So is it really worth it to do that even? Uh, no, I guess not. But it was just it's just fun to speculate. I do you, yeah. know, do you think we get a 3D collection with the Zelda anniversary? No, no, I don't think we do. Do you think it's just Breath of the Wild too? And I actually don't think that we're going to get a 3D Zelda collection. I would like, I think it would be cool if we got one, but honestly, I don't really think I would buy. I mean, I think it's it's a hard, because I don't think I've ever played any of those games that would be, you know, collected into this collection. Like, I don't know if I'd really have any incentive to. I almost prefer, like... If Mario just split up the three games and sold them for like twenty dollars individually, I would have only bought Galaxy. I think yeah, you would have done the same thing. Like if I they would have, because Galaxy, I wanted to just, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird because I, I have played Galaxy and I just wanted to play it again. again. Yeah, that's the only reason I got the entire collection in the first place. I know. I, I mean, I ne- I played sixty four briefly, and I never really had interest in Sunshine. Now that I think about it, it was really just for Galaxy that I bought that game. Yeah. So like. It's gonna be. It'll probably be the same thing for Zelda. Although Zelda, I would argue, has more. There's more title. I'm more interested in that franchise than I am Mario. It's nothing against Mario. Yeah. I love that franchise, but Zelda's kind of just like top dog for me. So, whatever they, if they release them in a bundle separately, I think I'd buy whatever like Ocarina, Wind Waker, Twilight. I mean, Skyward I don't. Sword. If they, if the, if. Breath of the Wild 2 and the 3D collection were coming out in the same year, I would just buy Breath of the Wild 2. I would save up for that game and not even waste the money on on the 3D collection. I don't think the 3D collection ever went on sale for Mario 2, so... I mean, Nintendo games rarely ever do. At what least they... not for a while. Yeah, only the holidays they do, really. Like, if they put a clock on you, like, this is only available till like, the end of summer, you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'll just wait for Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, honestly, like... I don't know. I don't really have an incentive to go back and play Ocarina or Majora... No, I don't either, really, because those aren't. That's not my generation. Like, I get people who want to play games from their generation, but Breath of the Wild's my generation. Like, I yeah, want to like, be in. I, I want to be in that world. Like, I don't know. I feel like, for me, the idea of going back to those older games is a bit harder, just because, I don't know, it, the controls have just evolved so much, and like everything's so much. The better. modern games are just better, in my opinion, at least from a gameplay standpoint. Yeah, like, now that we have an open-world Zelda game, like, why would I want to go back and play a non-open-world yeah, Zelda game? Yeah, I mean, I, it's absolutely worth it, I think, if you, like, played it as a as a child and, like, yeah. grew those games. Because now you can play it again with all the knowledge you have 
on the latest console. Yeah, and, they, and, yeah and, with, and with your children, with your friends at that time, like it's totally that was my main incentive for getting Galaxy because I played it before. I hadn't played it in a really long time, and now I can play it on the newest console. Yeah, which is great. So I think games that people have played before actually give them more of an, an incentive to get them on a new console mm-hmm. rather than ones that came out before but they didn't play you know mm-hmm. i feel like that's different for some people i feel like that might be a personal thing for me but you know if they said like i don't know i don't think zelda also has a clear like trio we've talked about this in the past like what would no the they don't because there's a lot of 3d zelda games like i feel like wind waker twilight and skyward are a pretty nice trio yeah but if you want to include the old games it'd be ocarina majora and then what <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's I just mean, a duo. Maybe it's just those two games. Yeah, maybe it's just like maybe just since they're sequels, since one's a sequel to the other, you might just release them like in a one game, and just whenever Brock Arena ends, you start Majora. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of ways that think they could do this. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if all of our speculation here is wrong. They do something completely, you know, off the wall and different. They shadow drop Breath of the Wild two tomorrow, and then they dude. <laughs> Dude, don't say these things. How crazy would that be? That'd be nuts. That high profile of a game, just no warning, just like all right, it's store shelves. Yeah, it's you can go buy it now. That'd be something that they could not keep secret, though. Like, no. that would be absolutely leaked. But anyway, I don't know. I just having me speculate all this stuff has me just my mind is going everywhere. Yeah. So I think I'm just content to just wait and. Just wait a few weeks to see for myself what. Yeah, we'll let it rest, and we'll find out soon enough if any yeah, of this yeah. is, will come to pass. But something that we can close out on here. I did. I did. I saw a tweet. Uh, let me find it so I can give proper credit because I stole this tweet from someone else. Obviously, right, well, this was not my idea. Let me get to my book. Yeah. So by. Excuse me. By Guy Yug Blomberg on Twitter, he says, what is the best gateway game to introduce a non-gamer to? The best gateway game to introduce a non-gamer to? Yeah. Oh, man. Um... A, lot of, a lot of people that I know actually responded to that, so I figured that would be a very interesting uh, conversation we could have, or we could have. Best gateway game introduced to a non-gamer. So I'm assuming like Mario Kart and that stuff's out. Like, fighter. No. It, okay, so I thought Mario Kart was a great answer, actually. I, that might be my answer. Like Mario Kart, it's fun and I was about to say that's probably what a lot of its appeal is. Like, it's a really good gateway game. Yeah. You know? Like racing game with simple controls usually, uh, but you also have you know you introduce like the item play and a bunch of these other chaotic elements to it. Yeah, you have characters that people find interest in. You, it's all randomized. It's kind of crazy, fast paced action. Yeah, and you people can play. Stuff. It's a game you can play by yourself or with friends. Yeah, uh, it's a game that's easy for someone to teach to another person because mm-hmm. everyone gets racing. You know. Yes, yeah, so like like that's where Smash would be like a bad answer. That's where people think the competitive. That's when people think like Smash is like oh it's a big competitive game. Yeah, because I mean, like, if I I've tried to uh, explain Smash to a non-gamer, my girlfriend, or <laughs> a, a newer gamer, it's interesting. I want to talk about her actually because she had a Switch before, like I uh, 
came along, I'm pretty sure. Had your own? No, I, I think I had my own. I'm not exactly sure when she oh, got it. Oh, before you got together, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, maybe it was shortly after, because I'm pretty sure, like... The influence... The, the influence was already starting at an early <laughs> an early time, but she had never completed, like, a game, you know? Yeah. Like, she told me before, like, she had never beaten a game before. Like, she would always... She'd played games before. Like, she had a Wii. She played Mario Bros. Wii, but she never completed it. Uh, I don't think she ever completed Minecraft, even though she liked playing that. But the game I, that I kind of, I think, really hooked her was Fire Emblem. Three yeah, houses. It definitely did. Yeah, like I mean, your conversations with her and and mine as well. Like she, that was no, the game she, that hooked she, her. She like she like knows the lore. Like she knows everything about that. Yeah, like she, it wasn't the gateway game that got her into gaming, you know. But that was the first game that she beat ever. Yeah, like the main story of, and then she beat all four routes too. That's something I haven't even done. I I never beat Black Eagles, <laughs> so. I feel like I feel like different people will have different gateway games, you know, different based on for sure. what they like. Because, you know, she's... I feel like that kind of RPG with those tactical elements and those really good characters to get invested in, Yeah, that's something that she would absolutely like, which is why I recommended it to her. And, you know, now she's... I, she, she probably surpassed me in hours in it. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. But, you know... I think that that's why that's kind of why I also wanted to talk about this because, you know, you have the obvious answers like Mario Kart and, you know, some of those, other, you know, Nintendo has a lot of gateway games, I think, uh, uh, especially platformers. Sure. Platformers yeah. are a good. Uh, uh, I saw Crash Bandicoot. Was that's a good one. answer. Yeah. Uh, there was, you know, Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley. Is Animal Crossing a good game? I don't know. I mean, Animal Crossing is still kind of like a niche. Well, I guess not really anymore because so many people play it. Yeah, I think New Horizons is actually a pretty good one. Yeah, it's just like like New Horizons specifically. I think that one's really all right. Like that's not almost like not even a video game though. It's like literally like a life simulation. It's a day to day thing. Well, there are so many, you know, different video games. You know, it just depends on what your taste is. Like it, that's a, that's such a you know like cop out answer, but it's literally that. Like if you. Yeah. Like someone like like someone like me who like needs to like always be doing something like an Animal right. Crossing like in a given if you play like traditionally like in a given day you'll just run out of things to do and true true that's kind of what drove me away from it I actually have had the itch to come back to play it a little bit but yeah we'll see if that we'll see if that itch is scratched but yeah I think I think platformers are good I think uh, so too. I, d- I think 3D World would be good actually I I don't think Odyssey's good I don't think Odyssey's a good one no that's what I was thinking too. Odyssey's tough. Breath of the Wild uh, was Mar- a gateway Mario game. Brew. Mario Brew. I yeah, can't brew. talk today. I'm making a Mario's lot. Of- brewery. Mario's Brew. That you'll find that at Super at, uh, Super Nintendo World. Yep, you will. Uh, but um, Super Mario Wii U Deluxe. That's what I'm thinking about. That's on the Switch. That's a pretty good one, I think. Yeah, more just traditional, nice, more of the platform. Nice and easy Mario game. Yeah, sure. the 2D ones as well. Uh, I saw Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> It's just a simulation, so... Yeah, it's just a chaos there, yeah. I feel like chaos, that's a good one. I'm not sure. I feel like Pokemon is a bit of a hit-or-miss one. Would you say... I, I would say Short and Shield are, because of how easy they are. Like, yeah. that's a good gateway game, but games like... Games that, like, I would say, 
like diamond pearl platinum like, like dude, heart don't, gold like, yeah like, like that like don't have like you literally have to like use thief on a chancy to get a lucky egg to help you gain xp like to make the xp grain manageable yeah yeah like other than that you're just gonna do mindless grinding like you go up to red to fight red myself you're like level 60 so he's like a level 88 pikachu so yeah i think sword of shield is a good one yeah uh, i actually tried to get you know obviously my brother is not a non-gamer like he, he games Tradition, as well. he's a he's a good gamer but he's yeah. not a pokemon fan like i i gave him pokemon I y that. i gave him pokemon y to give it a shot and pokemon y is one of my favorite pokemon games yeah uh one that has also been hearkened for being easy uh he didn't really like it that much hmm so you know a little bit of a shot to the heart to his dear older brother but yeah, I Pokemon's interesting, like especially Sword Shield, because I don't think players are going to care about the story on their first go through. They're just going to be worried about catching like a bunch of Pokemon. But yeah. once you get invested into the story and you find out like some parts are some bits and pieces are lazy, and you just find out more about what the franchise is all about, then maybe the cracks start to show for someone who's newer. But hmm. as far as a gateway game goes, like oh, I'm, I just bought a Switch. What's the first game I should? That's a good question. I just bought a Switch. Um, Mario Kart sold out. What's the first game I should get? Right. Uh, another one, you know, we have mobile games as well. Those are usually, yeah. those are, I think those are an increasingly popular gateway sort of thing to gaming. I was going to say, like, I, I was obviously Fire Emblem Three Houses is the reason that like, I am into the Fire Emblem series, but Fire Emblem Heroes, like, has expanded my knowledge of, like, the lore and stuff just because of all the yeah. characters and stuff. Pokemon, probably the same way for you. You probably find out stuff about Pokemon that you didn't necessarily know oh, before yeah, you played for, Masters. Oh, yeah, on Masters, yeah, it's definitely uh, along those lines. One game that I actually see on this tweet, uh, in the thread as well as that i play myself as monument valley uh which is a mobile game that kind of it tells a subtle story but the main mechanic is that you have to guide this character around a little map using like these little optical illusions okay uh so like pathways like if you know you turn a bunch of, it, it it's kind of hard to explain but it's, it's actually a really good uh game i would encourage any of you uh to give it a try but I see that on here. Sea of Thieves. I see Portal. There's isn't really one consensus on this conversation. It's just and a lot of people. Probably because there's so many genres. Like, really yeah, just like, what you're looking for. Do you think a an open world game would be good, like a Skyrim or a Fallout? I love Breath of the Wild was like my first big time game for the Switch, and I yeah I I, I everyone knows how I feel about it, but I feel like some open worlds may be a little too overwhelming. Breath, that, that, that might be one that's too overwhelming. I yeah, Although like I will say about Breath of the Wild, the tutorial is that's the best tutorial I've ever played because it gives you brilliant. everything. It gives you everything you need to know about the game. So if you play through the tutorial, like I've recommended Breath of the Wild to friends, some people who liked it, some people who didn't necessarily like it, but mm. the tutorial is if you again you can do whatever the hell you want. So I, yeah. that's kind of a good. That's kind of the main draw of it. So uh, the tutorial does a great job of setting up newer players. If, yeah. That's I, why mean, I, I don't know how we didn't talk about this one game. first, but Kirby. That's a great gateway. It's just, that that is the easiest. That's like the easiest platformer you can start with. Is Kirby. Yeah, that's like the whole point of it was that you could play it with like two buttons. Yeah, especially Star Allies. Yeah, Star Allies is really good uh, as a gateway game. I feel like we're kind of like telling these. You know, we're trying to expand the population of gamers, so we're telling people to go and give give these games a try to some people, but. Uh, Binding of Isaac. I don't know what drug he was on when he no. commented that. No. <laughs> I've seen people play that game. No way. Uh, let's see. Spider-Man PS4. 
I saw. I've never played it, but... Uh, Arkham Asylum as well. They have similar combat, so I kind of grouped them together. Yeah. Uh, I've never played either. I think Spider-Man would be okay. I mean... I think so, too. You know, recognizable face, really nice gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think simplistic controls, so I think that'd be a good one. Mario Party? Do you think that would be good? It's just the same thing with Mario Kart. It's just everything's so random. But I do a fun every time I play Mario Party, so yeah... So yeah, so if like an Amish person walked in and wanted to play a video game, I think I, I think Mario Mario Party is a good option. I mean, do you want them to hate video? That'd be a pretty volatile game to try because they might walk. Away oh god, yeah, no, it. I I don't want to play Mario Party ever again with anybody. I, I mean, the last burned, time I played Mario burned, Party, was, burned too many bridges. You nearly burned your relationship to the ground the last time we played Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, God, that was rough. But uh, something that this guy he he he's been commenting on some of the other. Uh, replies Comments. okay uh he says for a lot of the multiplayer games that an online competitive game might be a little too overwhelming so like fall guys he said that about do you think that would that make sense or do you think that multiplayer Player? games could work like a call of duty or like yes a, and, yes, a and no. yes and no because multiplayer you obviously have the aspect of friends which keeps yeah. you coming. Which in my case, when I played a lot of multiplayer games, that keep me, that kept me coming back. But since yeah, I sucked cool. at them, I never won. So I didn't want to play a game that I was never yeah. really good at. So that's, that's what I prefer. True. I prefer the single player mantra. I'm not sure about you, but I just like doing my own thing in games. And you know, once you get the hang of it, and once you're pretty good, that's when they become enjoyable. Yeah, Port- I would definitely Portal. recommend a single player game though. Yeah, Portal, Last of Us, obviously those story driven sort of like. Portal? Are you kidding me? It's one of the hardest games like ever made. Yeah, but I've seen it a lot. Like I've seen it a lot in here. Uh, I think Portal's just really re- rewarding. You know, like it yeah. ramps up like the complication of the puddles. Puddles, dude. Puzzles. What is happening to my vo- to my speech today? Uh, puzzles. I think they ramp up at a relatively smooth difficulty. Yeah. Uh, there are some steps, but it's really rewarding to figure it out. You just have to not be frustrated, which yep. again for a non gamer may be hard to keep cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Halo, like original split screen Halo, that'd be pretty good, I think. I think so, yeah. I think I agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I see a lot of people saying it depends on their interests and personality because they'll be drawn to different types of games. So there are a lot of niches in gaming, so oh, plenty. Like based I've... on the based on the people you're trying to get into it, it might be, you know, you might have to go to different genres than just the normal. You know Mario Party, Mario Karts, and such like that. As far as single player goes, would you rather? Would you recommend a platformer or like an RPG to someone who's just starting out? In a general sense, I think I go platformer. I think like I someone agree. who's never played a video game before. Yeah, I think, I think definitely I, platformer. I think I'd give them like Mario Wii and be like, "All right, have <laughs> go nuts." Yeah, I, I think that would be best because the, the objective in that is pretty simple. You don't have to worry about story or inventory management or characters or a lot of other things that RPGs normally do. What do you think about like Wii Sports? That's a good gateway game. That's that's probably a, great. That was yeah. a gateway game for a lot of people, probably. Yeah, I'm surprised that a lot of people. I, I like I didn't see that in the replies. I didn't scroll down very far, but I figured now now that you, I didn't even think about it at first. So maybe that's yeah, you know, that Why? shows that not many people had it on the mind. But yeah. Wii Sports is actually really good. Yeah, Wii Sports is a good one. Mario Kart is just. It's chaotic, so I think that's what makes it fun. Yeah, I mean, I think Wii Sports was well. It wasn't my gateway game. I, I, my gateway game was a racing game. Actually, it was a, it was a Hot Wheels game for the PS2. I think. Okay. Uh, that was like the first 
modern gaming. I had like plug and play games that I really liked as yeah. well. Uh, God, for the life of me, I can't remember what their names were though. But uh, yeah, PS2. It was like you know, I think that I have vivid memories of playing that that first Hot Wheels racing game. So my gateway. So the earliest game I can remember playing on my own is Double Dash Mario Kart Double Dash for GameCube, and another racing game. <laughs> RPG, Pokemon, Pokemon Diamond Pearl again. Why I yeah, that was our first. And then you got Star- me into that. I'm pretty yeah, sure. and then ba- and start with the original Star Wars Battlefront two for the PS two. Yes, that is yeah. such a good game. That's that that's that's, really that's that's probably the last like great Battlefront game. Yeah, we we'll probably talk about that in another episode. But yeah. I remember playing that religiously as a kid. But that was yeah. when I was already into games though. Yeah, so. no, that's a really good game. But yeah, I think. I think there's a lot of. I think we covered a lot of uh, options there. Yeah, it, it does depend on what your preference is, but you know, there, there's, there's. I was about to say there were some consistent uh, contenders in the comments of that tweet, but you know, a lot of people probably went with, you know, things that were similar to their gateway games. Maybe not their gateway games specifically, yeah. but things that were like it. And there was just a big. There was a pretty good variety of. There was choices. So Binding of Isaac, that guy's Binding of I don't know what that man was on. Like, that guy's no crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys are looking for any uh, games to introduce to your friends or loved ones who uh, may not be into gaming, uh, maybe pick up one of those options we talked about. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, try and maybe push them towards something that is a bit more if they have a niche that would kind of align with a certain video game genre push them towards that but you can't go wrong with a platform or a racing game in my no, opinion so you can't but yeah hopefully uh we have convinced you to go out there and uh increase Why? the population of and gamers buy some video games and buy some video games give nintendo some more money yeah uh but Maybe. yeah do you have anything else today I got nothing else, no. Uh, let's see. Uh, Apex uh, Legends uh, new season coming out tomorrow. I'm excited for that. Um, as for, oh, gotcha game update. Uh, I've decided to save my gems and skip out on the on the new Dawn alt. I did not. I did not save my gems. Yeah, I saw. I, I saw. pulled. I pulled like I pulled a Julia in Fire Emblem Heroes, like a dog. Demon Lord Julia, she's a beast. I pulled Dimitri with Arid Bar. The one I have is using like the Silver Lance. The Silver Lance. I have him with Arid Bar now, and he is his like yeah. go-to attack is actually Paralance, which is pretty sick. Pretty sick. Um, and then I'm trying to get uh, Dorothea and uh, Ortharja from Awakening. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Rhea, so I'm gonna skip out on that one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get those two right now to fill out the fill out more three houses characters. Right. Yeah, I mean, th- that's why I, I follow a, a, a YouTuber called uh, Post, P-O-C-E. Okay. Uh, and he's a Pokemon Masters a content creator. And he summons on every, like, he's one of the people who, like, will summon on every character in order to showcase them so yeah. that people can make more informed buying decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, he had horrendous luck pulling for done like he didn't even get the three copies that he needed for a full showcase like he only got uh two jeez and it was it was hard to watch uh taco on twitter actually also admitted that he spent fifteen thousand gems and he didn't get one copy so oh my god 
that made me a little concerned to, at the beginning, but then I saw Post's uh, gameplay showcase, and you know, Dawn's not exactly uh, the the fill the role that I thought I needed her for. So, I think I'll just hold him close to hold the gems close to my chest. Yep. We're coming up on the on some really big milestones that everyone's predicting is going to be dropping some huge, uh, crazy new characters. So, uh, I think I'll hold on to my gems for that. But yeah, it's nice being a Masters fan because you have a little bit of an idea of what's coming uh, and, you know, what what is dropping when, because they already said, you know, 1.5 uh, anniversary coming up. And then, yeah, then, then it's probably going to be Pokemon Day. There's nothing confirmed for Masters on that, but yeah, uh, I assume on Pokemon Day they will do something. So I think that's, that's, all, that's all the personal personal stuff I have. That's uh, all I got, too. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for making it this far uh, in the podcast, assuming you are still with us. Uh, as always, I recommend and ask that you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we always love to see the feedback, and we just want to see what you guys like, what you guys dislike, and what you guys just think about the podcast. So please be sure to leave us a review there. Uh Colby, do you want to tell them where uh, they can find us on our other platforms? You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Switch It Up. All links are down in the description for that. Gmail's down there, too. Personal accounts down there as well. So if you want to follow us on there, DM us, any show suggestions, what you like, what you don't like, whatever. Uh, DM, DMs are always open for both of us. So, yeah, on that note, this has been another episode of Switch It Up Podcast. And if you are in the Northeast, uh, stay safe. Uh, a lot of, it's a lot of white stuff on the ground. So, but if you are not, uh, have a great rest of your day and have a great week. And we will talk to you guys next time. See you next week, gamers.